Hey gang, what's going on? Welcome to yet another Wednesday Word episode of the Dealer Playbook Podcast. For those of you that are just joining us, or maybe this is your first episode, every Wednesday, me and my pal, D. Brad Lee. Man, I botched that. I wanted it to be B-Rad. B-Rad. D-Brad. D-Brad, B-Rad. So my, my pal David Bradley from Grant Cardone, who also has a podcast, Cardone Solutions, that you can check out on Anchor and everywhere that fine podcasts are heard, joins me where we, uh, every Wednesday, break apart a new word. I don't know what the words are going to be. It's a complete surprise. But what's cool about this is as we look at each word and dissect them and look at the etymology and the origin and, and how it can be used, we start to discover interesting ways that we can apply these words to our lives. And that's certainly the hope for you. B-Rad, what's going on, man? Hey, welcome. I, and I also want to add sort of a component to this. And I think it, it is to give folks a measurable action idea. Mm. So what to do with the word. And if it's the Wednesday word, then that means you got seven days to understand the word and plug it in. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the hope is you're not just plugging it in for seven days, but that you're making a, ha a habit out of it. I mean, there's all sorts of new data suggesting that 21 days is not what you need to make or break a habit. It's like 60 days or I don't know, something, something crazy. It's closer to 70 days. Have you been seeing that kind of stuff? Well, you know, so there's also, there's like 10,000 hours to become a master. There's 20, there's 20 days to become proficient. But I think, um, Man, I just, I love how, like, you don't know what the word's going to be. I do. And what we're talking about, like, totally ties into the word. And we didn't even mean it. But um, I, I think uh, a habit should be able to be established in about one-tenth of a second. I saw an article. It's interesting you say that. I, I was reading an article about how fast the brain can process information. And... The more they study the brain, the more they realize that a fraction of a second doesn't even do justice to how quickly the brain process something. Like you could, they they they've done these tests where they put images up in front of, you know, the the test subject or whatever the individual that's, you know, the participant in the test, and it's micro micro microseconds, like milla 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 milla. I don't know what the correct terminology is, but it's you can't even really measure it for me to understand what I saw and retain it. So I think that's interesting that that you're tying that into habits. Like, how quickly did you make the choice that this was something that you wanted to do? Well, think about a little kid for just a moment. And we, we've all had the analogy about the kid grabbing on to something hot on the stove. Assuming you allow that to happen, that will happen once. Yeah. Well, if you do it again, then that's just stupidity. Right. But, so, but most people, 99.999% of folks ain't doing that again yeah. because they learned very quickly from the stimulus and the feedback that um, I am not doing that again. Period. Yeah. You made a decision, you acted on it, and you have a brand new habit. Okay. So you said this all ties in perfectly with the word. Is the word habit? Nope. <laughs> this is how quite literally i have no clue what word you're about to throw at me all right what what is the wednesday word <laughs> be rad discipline Ooh. yes 
What's great about the word is that it's a noun and a verb, meaning person, place, or thing, as well as action yeah. that is taken. Uh, from a noun perspective, it's the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. That is the classic terminology. Um, also, we see the controlled behavior resulting from discipline, activity or experience that provides mental or physical training, such as a discipline, right? Uh, a system of rules of conduct. And then a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. Interesting. The, the first definition is certainly the one that I think most children adopt right out of the gates. Like, oh, I've been disciplined. I, I need to be disciplined because I've been disobedient or I didn't know what I didn't know, but I made a mistake to an adult standard. Therefore, they must discipline me. But then with the adult standard, there's 50 shade, shades of gray yeah because the in most instances and i know certainly speaking from my own experience i half the time don't even know what my standards are yeah but there's that and i think a lot of folks go there yeah you know so and that's the controlled behavior resulting from discipline activity or experience that provides mental or physical training so so that brings us to martial arts that brings us to any kind of athletic endeavor that brings us to like all kinds of like routines. Yeah. And the last one, a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. So science is a discipline and then biology and physics and astronomy. Those are disciplines. Sales would be a discipline. Sorry, there was a, you know, because you can see me. I'm not sitting in my studio right now. Yeah. And I'm totally going to leave this in because that's how raw these conversations can get. <gasps> but I'm not even kidding you. Like a Ferrari just drove past my office. So I'm in a corner office where I'm recording this because, of course, the DPB studio is under construction. But it decided to do the slow burn past the, like the like one of those. And so I had to mute you. That's why I didn't respond. <laughs> All right, I'll do that. Me. Okay. I'll debut me. Uh, so, which which of those definitions do you want to focus on a little bit more in this uh, context? Well, I think would be uh, the the third and fifth, which would be activity or experience that provides mental or physical training, and then a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education, but most of well, you know what? The most important one of these things, I think, is the controlled behavior resulting from discipline. You know what I like, too, just as a starting point? When you make that connection between, say, martial arts or something you studied in university or whatever, I, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there, and maybe this is victim mentality, where they're like, yeah, but I didn't really choose, like, I don't really want to be in the auto industry, or, or I don't really want to necessarily do those things. A master martial artist wants to do that they made a choice based on a want so maybe it's easier for them to be disciplined in that thing and i just think that's well like i said i think that is victim mentality because ultimately everything starts with a choice not making a choice yeah. is a choice well i think it's uh hmm i have all kinds of adjectives that i can throw in here i just don't know how many <laughs> of them are appropriate 
but I think Croc would be a good starting place. Yeah. You know, but, you, and I, but I mean, I bring it up because, you know, you certainly, you talk to a lot of people in this industry. I do. We, we hear a lot of that kind of excuse a lot. Like, oh, I just kind of stumbled into this. I didn't really want to be doing this. It's maybe not necessarily what I want to do. When I interviewed Grant on the podcast the first time, the show was all about why car salespeople hate their jobs. Yeah. And, um, and we kind of dissected that, but this ties into this. Like I see a lot of people that it, and I, I don't want to be bringing this up cause I'm kind of sick of the whole conversation, but like during the pandemic, right. For those that are listening to this well into the future, we had this little pandemic thing that, that put a wrench in the spokes for the first quarter of 2020. And a lot of individuals used it, used it as an excuse to not continue in their discipline to, to just kind of give up. So you say it's a crock, but why do you say it's a crock to have that mindset? Well, okay. Well, first of all, I mean, it's since we're, you know, Grant is a great example because he spends a lot of time and in his first book, if you're not first, you're last and talks about it. He's been talking about it even more so lately is that um, he hated car sales, like loathed it, hated it with a passion. And, but he made a commitment to get great at it. And for, you know, wherever you are, if you're an earshot of this, if there's something that you want in life, a goal you have set, something you want to achieve, you're going to have to do the things you don't want to do in order to have the things you do want to have, period. And the discipline comes in when you are able to forego the urge and the desire for an immediate piece of comfort for a long-term gain. This morning is a prime example. It's Monday. The alarm goes off at 4.30. Guess, guess how much desire I have to crawl out of bed right now. None. <laughs> Zero. Zip. Yeah. Zilch. Nada. But you know what? That's the first victory of the day. Yep. Is actually disciplining myself to drag my happy ass out of bed, go downstairs, and start my day. Yeah. But I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Well, and and therein lies the difference. If a lot of, a lot of people go, this is the whole point of of why I wrote Don't Wait Dominate. It was the the my thesis was if you want to be different and you need to stand out and demonstrate why you're different, then you ultimately just have to do different things. You can't be doing what everybody else is doing. What is everybody else doing? Oh man, it's 4:30. I don't I'm my bed's always the perfect temperature at 4.30 in the morning. I don't want to get out of here. I don't want to get up. Well, therein Six lies. o'clock already, I was just in the middle <laughs> exactly. of a dream. But therein lies the difference. So you, if you want to be different, if you want to stand out, then you can't do the same thing that everybody else is doing. Not just in your personal life, in your career. If everybody is advertising the same way, you can't advertise the same way. You can't say the exact same thing. You just blend in. And so... Correct. For me, that is one of the tricks of, of this whole discipline thing is that I would maybe hope to demystify. It's not that you don't, it's not that as a disciplined individual, you are immune to not wanting to do something. You know, I remember the last time I interviewed Grant, him and I were hanging out in his hotel room and he's like, dude, if I'm honest, I didn't want to do this today. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be interviewed by you today. And I was yeah. like, perfect. Cause if I'm being honest, I didn't want to interview you. Yeah. 
it's not something you naturally are just like, oh, I want to go f- drive from my comfy, you know, where my in-laws are and hang out and hang it out at the pool. Now I got to get dressed in my nice clothes and I got to drive in the traffic because it's the least convenient time of day to be doing driving down to the strip. And then I got to find Jared and then I got to back and forth and he's not responding. And I, it's just all of it's a hassle. But the differentiator is that we still both did it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of the crux of this, all, this whole thing and discipline is you still did it. Yeah, you put the discipline in. You got it done. Yeah. You know? I love the uh, etymology of the word, though. Hit me. So Latin, disciplina, instruction, knowledge. Instruction given, teaching, learning, knowledge. Jesus had 12 what? Disciples. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like it is, it means to teach. It means to learn. That's the origin of it. Um, and when you put discipline on yourself and you have self-discipline, because that's the most important discipline, means you need to be a student of you. Right. You need to study you, study your behavior, understand who you are, where you came from, where you're going. Like you, and then when you put discipline in, when you actually do the action of self-discipline, then that means recognizing the gap. And Grant talks a lot about this, about literally closing the gap between your reality and your true potential. Yeah. Well, and what I love about this too is there's this narrative that just does not go away in this industry. And I wish, I wish it, it just would. You have two sides of a coin where on the one hand, you have, say, a dealer who constantly complains about i just saw this the other day this individual goes i'm so sick of being hit up by vendors who have never sold a car before trying to sell me their product or service like they think it's going to help me sell more cars that argument drives me absolutely insane for for this exact reason because there there are so many holes in it to suggest that They've never sold a car, but maybe have committed their entire life's mission to learning consumer behavior. Means they don't need to know. They don't need to sell a car. For for you to think that there's a problem with somebody else because they haven't learned the completely teachable trait and skill that you've been taught, right? And just because you were good at selling cars doesn't mean you had the skill set necessary to lead. Right, but, but my here favorite. you are, quote unquote, a leader who was yeah. your top, who was the top salesperson, making such a stupid comment like because they didn't learn this thing, they can't talk to me about that thing in an arena where everything is learnable, where everything is teachable, where everything is figure outable, and right. and it and for me this comes down to discipline because I think there are far too many quote unquote leaders who are not even disciplined enough to lead themselves. And that's not a knock on them. They can be disciplined enough to lead themselves. However, they're making choices that that they're not leading themselves, but they're le- they are quote unquote leading organizations. It's not completely mind-boggling to me. Well, and if we really just want to put it out there, maybe we're just making sense of why they settled. Yeah, fair. Cuz we get, you know, I, one of the things that I hear is, uh, 
you know, those who can't do teach. Or if Grant was so good at selling cars, why isn't he still doing it? Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't even know how to politely, really politely respond to that. You know? Yeah. It's, well, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a just an interesting, it's a reactionary defense response, you know? So yeah. I just, I roll with it. Hey, you're right. You're right. That's not going to keep you from looking at it though, is it? Yeah. Well, and, and, and also on the flip side of that, I am really good at a whole slew of things that I do not do for a living. Right. You know, so it's, it's, to me, it all comes down to discipline. What does it matter about this other individual? If this other individual, like I look at myself, for example, I have not taken a paycheck as, you know, in a one-to-one fashion from a dealership in who know Lord knows how long. Right. Yeah. So one could argue that I'm not up to speed with how things are done today, except for the fact that every waking moment of every day is not just talking to one dealership about how they do things. It's talking to hundreds of dealerships about how they do things and then devoting my entire life's waking moment of my life's mission to their consumer and their market and learning about what moves people to purchase products learn what moves all of which they're not doing right no because they're doing their deal they're doing their deal. that's why they hire the expert (laughs) exactly and so i just you know for me i chose a discipline in something that i had passion for they're choosing a discipline in another arena and that's why you work together it all kind of comes back to me comes back to what elena said at 10x which was um that independence is a middle-class mindset we all need help from somebody Mm, and and that's the reason right somebody else has expertise or knowledge in something that i don't and vice versa that's how this all works very classic traditional fundamental thinking that goes all the way back to napoleon hill probably further than that but yeah so like now what right like so how, how do you actually put this word into into your deal in your life in your day so it's like first thing I would suggest for, for, for anybody listening would be understand what your disciplines are already. Like what disciplines do you have? Like is Xbox a discipline? And if you know, you just look at um, what you do every day, where do you invest your time? Those are your disciplines. Yeah. What, you know, what, and those are also your commitments. Those are like, those are your, that, that's, that's what you're truly committed to what you do every day. So understand what your disciplines are now. Uh, and then figure out what you probably need more discipline in. Yeah. And if discipline means study as well as rules or principles that don't move or um, where do you need more, like, what do you need more discipline in? So if we're going back to the sales thing, you could, from a sales perspective, you could be like, well, what do I need more discipline? Well, I need to get better at follow-up or I need to get better at closing or I need to get better at prospecting. And so, study that discipline you can identify what that is and then know like what are you a true student of and that should ultimately start with you yeah well and and what i love about this too is it ties directly into the importance of goals like just getting clarity on well what is it that you actually want to have happen in your life or what is it that you want to achieve because that's going to help you identify where the gaps are Mm. It, you know, if I'm sitting here saying, well, I want to get to destination X, 
I don't know why I said X. Maybe it's because there's a bunch of X wings behind you <laughs> on your virtual background. But um, if I want to get to X, then I need to know that then that'll help me understand what I need to do differently. Like ultimately your habits need to align with whatever it is you're hoping to achieve. Yeah. And you have to understand that that that, that you currently do have habits to, to what you just said. You currently do have habits, but whether or not they're helping you achieve what you ultimately want in life is a completely different story. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's it, like if I hear somebody say, you know, well, your sales, my salespeople are lazy. Like, are you sure? Yeah. You know, the same dude that you think is lazy is the same guy that is banging out eight hours a day on his day off, call of duty in a big old chat room, <laughs> whacked out on Red Bull, you know, like that is not a lazy activity. Yeah. Right. That's commitment. That's a high, high level of attention. Right. So like. We're just putting the energy in the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's still it's still an outpouring of energy. It just might not be in the thing that's going to get them what they want. Now, maybe their passion is that they want to be a professional Call of Duty, enter one of those competitions, and they're out there. Yeah, and they are out, dude. <laughs> they're they're are, out it's there. They're doing that. Yeah, they are out there. Then maybe maybe the narrative needs to change. Instead of like being mad that I don't have this guy fully engaged, maybe as a leader I can look at him and say, hey. Well, how can I demonstrate that what they're doing to earn money right now is a stepping stone to get them to where they ultimately want to? Like that is that's probably the greatest thing I could do as a leader in my organization is help my people see the potential, their own potential of achieving the things that they want at lightning speed and then creating a path that shows them that the work they do here is a stepping stone to get to that. Totally. And and you know what? That's one of the things that I found so liberating about um, in the early stages of my career work, working at Grant Cardone was, was just that was like, Hey, while you're with me, I don't know if you're going to be with me forever. You know, you may not, you may transition into something bigger, brighter, and better. And I've seen guys come in and, and, and do that and, and folks do that and move on to something bigger and better and did it well. And, but the, but there's a difference. There's some people that aren't with us any longer that have not, right. Yeah. There's some people that, that are, but either way, it's like, while you're here, regardless of what you're doing. I've said this to car guys, car salesmen for years. Well, I didn't want to be a car guy like you, like you said in the beginning, but it's like, okay, that's fine. But while you're here, what can you learn? What can you get? What, what benefit would it have for you if that every day you're here, regardless of whether you want to be here forever or not, but if every day you're here, you drop the discipline in and you go all in yeah, and you be the best car salesman you can possibly be for the next eight hours. Or 14 or 15, which is probably a more real number. But like, it, just go all in for today. Yeah. Just be the best guy you can be. Be the best version of you. Be the best version of a car salesman. Be the best version you could possibly be right now. Because when you have that discipline, especially when it's not something that you wanted to do or weren't intending on doing, imagine what you're going to be like when you plug that into something that you do. That's the big missing piece, I think, a lot of the time um, is we fail to connect the dots. But if I simply accounted for where I'm at right now, I do this all the time. You know, my wife and I, we were, we were, we're trying to work through something and, and we were getting frustrated by it because, you know, it was a financial thing. We're trying to readjust things so that it made more sense for our bigger, bigger picture. We're kind of getting frustrated by it, but then we realized, ah, 
it's because we are mis uh, appropriating the amount of time necessary for us to achieve this thing that we want. And mm-hmm. so we go, okay, well, let's give ourselves the next two years. Now, if we really understand what needs to happen in the next two years, now all of a sudden this feels better to us. But it wasn't until we were like, oh, wait, right now, here's where we're at. Here's the purpose of this time period. And then we get to that next step. It was like, click. And I think that's the problem. If, if, if people, if we were able to just connect the dots a little bit more and say, okay, yeah, maybe I don't, maybe I'm not cut out for this long term and maybe I don't want to do this long term, but I understand now how it connects me to that next piece. Then I can shift my mindset a lot easier and go all in, like you said, and be the best that I could possibly be right now because I understand what I'm doing it for. You'll never lose by going all in. Yeah. Love it. Never. There you go. The Wednesday word, discipline, joined by my pal B-Rad, David Bradley. You can listen to him on the Cardone Solutions podcast, available wherever fine podcasts are heard. And of course, hey, if you are listening to this and you want to get even more why don't you connect with me over on LinkedIn? And David Bradley is also over on LinkedIn. I'm going to be spending a lot more time, I think, on LinkedIn. And you all know my sentiments about other social platforms being the equivalent of a truck stop bathroom stall. So make sure you check us out on LinkedIn. We'd love to be able to connect with you there. And of course, if there are cool words that you would love us to dissect right here yeah, on the Wednesday Word, just message us over on LinkedIn. We'd be happy to hear from you. Until next time, keep the playbook open and dominate.